Hey everyone, welcome back to Life, Love, and Loss. Um, I haven't been recording a lot because a lot's been going on, but I do have a lot to talk about, um, and I don't really know why I sound different. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, um, but yeah, and I also have realized that I really do enjoy talking, so. I hope that those of you who do listen get something positive out of these and don't just hear me jibber-jabbering because sometimes I, you know, feel something and then I listen to it back and I'm like, Brooke, you're all over the place. But I really do record out of a good place and I really want people to know that the reason I do this is to truly help them and I've always been I guess you can say kind of a naive person and wanted to see the best in people um or kind of let the good always outweigh the bad and you know of course those who care about me that kind of scares them but just know if you're if you're the same it's not a bad thing to be that way it's a good thing but you know, you do have to learn to watch out for yourself because you're not always going to have people to, to protect you and, you know, I don't know, kind of be eyes for you. But anyways, um, that was kind of random, but I, oh my gosh, how do I love talking so much and then I feel so awkward? Okay, I'll just spit it out. Um... So pretty much, I think you guys get the gist of why I have this podcast and why it's called Life, Love, and Loss, because it's about life, it's about love, and it's about loss. Also, if you hear licking in the background, it's because my dogs have a licking fetish. So you're right, it is licking, and it's my dogs licking my legs or arms or something so just ignore that (laughs) it's really annoying but they're sweethearts okay and i have add so excuse me if i'm a little random so um yeah so all right (laughs) okay i'm hiring by the way for um not a producer what do you call it I don't, ow my dog just put her claw in my mouth all right um I pretty much need like a manager to help me with this because I'm so distracted right now and all over the place but I really have a lot of important stuff to say so <laughs> you hear that licking in the background okay So, I guess I'm kind of tiptoeing around this because it is a important topic to talk about, but um, it's also really personal, and, you know, as much as I like to say I don't care what people think, I do... And I'm starting to, or trying to, less and less. And 
in certain ways or for certain reasons I don't care if it's for something I believe in or standing up for someone or blah 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 but you know I everyone's gone through stuff like in high school or in any kind of part of any part of your life or kind of situation where you are judged or kind of misread or misunderstood you know it can have a lasting effect on you so since I got misunderstood a lot and kind of misjudged even in high school you know some people would be like um honestly I thought you were like not nice until I met you and I don't know if it's because I had an RBF or what, but I hated hearing that. And, you know, people thought I was one way and then they got to know me and know I was new. I was a different way. Or they would still kind of, I don't know, kind of have a perception of me. And, you know, it does hurt when you don't understand why people think negatively of you or are kind of mean when you have never done anything to them you know it's like is something wrong with me or I don't know so but then I realized the older I got people who are like that or who are mean to you for no reason are like that because they're not happy with themselves or something about themselves so then I realized don't take it personally but it's still hard to not care what people think and um So, yeah. So, I mean, I think even adults, I think to some point, you know, all of us deal with it and continue to. But I think the older you get and the more wisdom you gain, you kind of um, can filter through who you let affect you and whose um, vibe you kind of, I don't know, who you um, kind of what's the word, radiate from, um, and absorb energy from, and for me, it's become a smaller circle of friends, but it's also become, you know, my eye-opening to me, because I only want to be around positive impacts, and it doesn't mean that the people that you aren't friends with forever, or who aren't in your life forever are bad people or not good people it just means they're not good for you and that's fine and I've realized that um and I've also realized that people who are really passionate and empathetic and who care for others are also those who can be misunderstood or can be come off as abrasive without realizing it because they don't know how to um, you know portray that passion in a good way I guess and I think it's important for everyone to practice that the order they get Um, but I say all of this to kind of I guess open up or start off by kind of as a foundation to build up to this bigger point um most of you probably know if you listen to this especially um that I lost my ex to um suicide almost five years ago and 
some people don't like calling it suicide, but that's what it's called. You know, taking your life, whatever you want to call it. That's, I don't really know what else to call it, but um, it's almost been five years. And since then, I've realized that I don't have, um, or I haven't really had the clearest view on things. I've had a good heart and I've been in the right, or I've came from the right place, but it hasn't always, um, benefited me in the long run. And there's people who are going to accept your help and they're going to want help or they're going to, you know, they're going to appreciate things about you and not take you for granted. And then there's going to be people who almost prey on you because you have a big heart and they're going to be like, okay, you know, how much can I get before this person walks away or how, how far can I push him or her or how much can I take? before he or her breaks and there's some people that are like that and I know it's hard to understand why or how and even with that it's like we and we as an us people who are this way you know it's like well we keep thinking okay maybe if I just give it one more chance I can save him or her or give it one more chance and I can you know I don't know, help them in a way nobody else could or whatever, but whether it's to them or even yourself, you have to want to save yourself before someone else can. And you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. It all starts with you. And that even comes down to this problem, which may not seem like a problem being too empathetic, but... It really is when it's to a fault because you can become self-destructive and honestly forget how to love yourself completely. And that's what happened to me. And it came into relationships and it just came to the point to where, or came to a point to where, um, you know, it's like since I couldn't save Nolan, which was my ex my boyfriend who passed away um you know it's like maybe I could save this person and you know in the beginning you see everything good and then you fall in love and then as the time goes on after a few months and you see the real person but once you're in love it's harder to get out of that and you you know you want to say I gave this my all and you know I put up a good fight and yeah, that's what you should do, but you also have to remember to take care of yourself. And, you know, not everyone has a good heart or not everyone is going to appreciate you. And it sucks, but that's just the way it is. So pretty much that happened to me to a point where it made me physically sick. And it came to a point that was beyond my control, meaning... It didn't matter how much, you know, I I could tell what was going on or I prayed to God even. And yeah, he hears and this is part of my story. Um, and I'm taking forever to get it out, but just wait. Um, 
but you know there's only so much you can do as a person and a person can only be so strong until you kind of have to surrender to something else and ask for help and that is when I found I call it my miracle and it really is God working through these other people's hands and their minds and everything it's a beautiful thing and I know a lot of people are like against medicine or against pharmaceuticals or whatever but that's another thing when you get this procedure done the goal is to be off medicine forever and I'm only halfway through the journey and through the procedure and you know physically I'm not up to par yet but mentally I can honestly say um mentally and emotionally I'm more there and more my old self than I have been um since a traumatic event occurred in my life and sparked up some pretty bad depression anxiety and even PTSD which I didn't even know you could really get unless you were you know in the war or something like that but there's all different kinds all different levels you know it affects everyone differently and I didn't realize you know it was affecting me to that extent and it is hard you know to suffer in silence especially when nobody understands and then the ones who do you don't want to put that stress on them and make them worry and um you know it's it's taxing on your mind body and soul and you have to know how to balance those emotions and to let go of the past and to take care of yourself and learn how to love yourself all over again and I can honestly and truly say through ketamine infusions um I feel like my brain has been cleaned out from all the crud and all the you know it's like I can I am still me I can still remember and feel all the experiences and pain that I felt but I don't let it consume me and take over me and take control of me like it used to to where I would you know just be consumed by it like torture and think okay if I would have just done this or this or this and I wear people's pain more than my own pain I mean it got really bad and now I have control over it yeah I can still feel feel things obviously but I have control over it instead of letting it have control over me and I think that's huge. Um, And honestly, it's like such a release and such a relief. Um, I know those two words are very similar, but I kept saying it was a relief. And I heard this girl who was getting it done say, wow, what a release. And it really is like it's stuff that needed to be released in a way that you didn't know how to do it or process it or release it yourself and then it's such a relief that it's like you can breathe finally your mind is clear you know you 
remember who you are and your standards go back up and you the confidence and you caring about other people but not let to the point where you let them take you for granted and run you into the ground by trying to save them nobody deserves that and the right person yeah help people help all that you can but they have to want it and you also have to choose yourself and you have to love yourself and I honestly remembered who I was and you know it's not some fake thing or you know like I said the goal is to be off medicine for the rest of my life this isn't something that's temporary but it's for me it's been a permanent dose of hope and by that I mean I know for the rest of my life I will always be hopeful in the midst of whatever I'm going through and not let whatever I'm going through take over me and I'm still the same person I'm just stronger and I am the old me but obviously older wiser stronger but I mean the old me because you know I used to not put up with people's stuff and whatever and then after going through something traumatic sometimes you think okay well maybe I'm being punished or maybe I don't deserve more than this or blah 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 it's all the devil's lies that just get you know stuck in your brain and turns into self-doubt and self-destruct and um self-destruction I guess that's a better better phrase not self-destruct doesn't make sense um but anyways and right now yeah I don't feel completely up to par physically um even though ketamine can also help ketamine infusions I want to make sure I say the full thing because ketamine ketamine infusions are not the same just like any kind of medicine or drug is not the same as getting a treatment for it um, or an infusion by a doctor. So, you know, just putting that out there. I know I sound like a parent or a doctor, but stay away from ketamine or any kind of drug unless a doctor prescribes it or is there to observe you. Um, it's probably obvious, but I just had to put my two cents in there. Um... But yeah, it's it also can help physical pain, and it does a little bit. But I also, um, it I think it's an adjustment. But I would rather take any kind of physical pain or anything physical over the mental and emotional pain, um, you know, or disability or whatever it was putting me through or it was almost like I was a prisoner and I can't explain how free I feel and I mean it's amazing like oh gosh if you just it's one of those things that you just can't really explain but you know other people that have experienced it um just looking at each other you know and the eyes and that smile means everything and if you are a good candidate for it which there's a lot of different 
you know, symptoms you can have or, um, you know, reasons you can go for treatment. You can go for, like I said, depression, anxiety, PTSD, the list goes on and on. Or also you can go for, um, you know, physical pain relief as well, like chronic, um, chronic aches or pains, anything like that. But, um, yeah, I would, I recommend it. Obviously you have to be consulted before and talk to a doctor and a psychologist, psychiatrist, find the right center, you know, um, cause they're all a little different, but of course mine's in Charlotte and I didn't even know they had one in Charlotte. Um, cause in the beginning they were in, you know, just certain cities and still, they are just in certain cities, and Charlotte's on that list now, but I do um, recommend checking into it if, you know, medication hasn't worked to the fullest potential, I guess, um, or if you just know that, you know, you need a, li- a little extra push um, or a little extra help in those different areas. And there's a few things that I may say later, but it's a little too soon right now to, I guess, put salt on the wound, so I'll hold off, but pretty much just know that this really is a miracle, and I mean, I honestly just have never felt God's hand on me so much, or His arm around me so much. Um, you know, it brings tears to my eyes out of joy, honestly. Um, it really clarifies an eternal perspective for me, um, on what really matters versus what you used to think mattered. And I don't know, I can't tell you how amazing it is. Um, I think this is, like, the longest podcast I've ever recorded. Um, and I just remembered why I might be talking weird. Because I got... My lips aren't even tiny, but... I don't even know. I got Botox. And I think that's why... Because whenever you have Botox, sometimes you can't feel the full effect of your lips or wherever you get it on your body on your skin because the muscles kind of completely relax so that's I think why I sound a little different when I talk but anyways um yeah I just this one was kind of all over the place and extremely um raw and I can't even think of the word um, vulnerable, there we go, but I really did just want to share it with you guys, um, and yeah, I really am thankful for those of you who listen, and I'm always here if you need anything, whether I know you or not, you can always message me, whether it's a voice message or just typing something, but know that I'm here, and you know, I love to help people, so any way I can use me as, you know, a listening ear or, you know, an extra prayer, 
um, anything that I can do to help. But again, thanks for listening and hope you guys have a great week. All right. Bye, y'all.